It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I'm caps lock different. It's facts, not fiction. Said I black out for real, then the track gone missing. If it's cap, I'm dipping. We ain't talking about a move, then it's flatline finished. When I spaz, I'm grinning. Pull a peel off in the Sadies and I pass by spinning. It's perks with the slate, but I don't have my skinnage. Took a quick trip and now I'm back home winning. And I see they eyes pop like I snack on spinach. Pull up to the spot, she try and grab my digits. I'm already eight shots of Henny past my limit. Here you go. Hazards with a dash full of tickets. I'ma act like I don't see them like I bad eye vision. Y'all can't pass my scrimmage. Way y'all tripping, it's Aruba. I realized I had to go. What's up, guys? Welcome back to episode 184 of Psychotic and Iconic Pulse here along with my co-host Nick Theories, regular and Philly Phil. <laughs> Thank you to everybody that's tuned into the live stream already. If you haven't done so, please go ahead and share it. Nick, please turn off your volume. Thank you to everybody that likes, follows, and subscribes to all of our platforms. What's up, brother? Oh, I know that was that was bad. I thought it was off. I never I never turned it on, but my fiance used the computer, so I don't maybe she used well that her behavior. We got to work on her behavior. No, but yo, I, I wanted to start this podcast off differently, right? I have a I have a three leg parlay from my fiance. She placed us in the summer twenty dollars. It was a futures bet. Jalen Hurts, NFL regular season MVP mm-hmm. at plus twelve hundred. Tyree Kill, NFL offensive player of the year twenty twenty three, plus tw- plus two thousand, and Micah Parsons defensive player of the year. Plus four fifty. Twenty dollars wins thirty grand. The cash out right now is twelve hundred. Nah. No you're, way. You letting it ride or you're or, or, or you cashing it out? I'm riding. Pause. What's what's the biggest concern that you have on this bet? I have mine. Mine's mine's Parsons. I would and ironically enough, he was actually like Plus four fifty. He was the smallest one out of all of them. Well, that's because everybody just thinks Michael Parsons. Michael Parsons, according to everybody, is the best defensive player of all time. He's unstoppable. He, you know, he he can't be beat. You know, he's he's better than Ray Lewis, Lawrence who, Taylor. Who said this? You amongst I, others. I did not say this. You I said he was the best I have never defensive said this. player you've ever seen. I. Yeah, we can run tape. Yeah, I've said that. Yeah, I didn't say he was better though, but like jumping off the screen. Yeah, absolutely. Cap. Anyway, uh, anyway no, I'm letting that ride. You letting it ride? I, I think it's a great bet. I think, I think it's insane. Because here's the thing. But the crazy thing is, is that Miles Garrett just got hurt, and he's in a sling right now. His arm's in a sling. So he was the favorite to win Defensive Player of the Year. Now I'm wondering, does Parsons creep up? Is it Watt? Is it, you know, who? who who's going to be the guy? I mean, here's the, can I, it be Bland? Could honestly, it be his teammate? My, my, my fear on that would be Tyreek Hill. Why? Because I feel like CMC is going to be in that running. Like oh, I feel like okay. I feel like the buzz of Tyreek Hill has simmered a bit. But CMC has missed time though. 
He was. No, he didn't. He missed. Did he, didn't he miss a couple weeks? No. He didn't miss a week or two? No, he never missed it. He was You're supposed right. to. He was supposed he never to. Missed he never it. missed. You're right. And I think with CMC so, you know, being he, the he MVP, actually, I just feel like the I just feel like the the Tyreek Hill stuff has died a little bit because he hasn't had 175 yards and two touchdowns. Because the Dolphins, the buzz around the Dolphins kind of I don't know, Mike. Cop, but I'm not. I don't know. Last week they won 20 to 13, and Tyreek Hill took a slant to the house, and that I was know, the, that I know, was the I know. Of the game. I'm just like saying. he has been a really valuable piece. But I could see your point. I mean, you know, the last big Tyreek Hill game was the Raiders, where he had 10 catches, which was last week. But outside of that, I mean, he had three three weeks in a row where it was like, okay, 62 yards, 112 yards, and 88 yards. You know, where it was like, all right. You know, you're expecting a Tyreek Hill is the favorite. You think, oh, he is the favorite. Plus 115 and CMC is plus 170. Plus uh, so, uh, 115 and then 170? Yes. Yeah, wow. So he is he's a, a he's favorite, favorite. By, by pretty decent amount, I would say. It's close. I it's close. That bet is. And Michael Parsons is the favorite. Right now he's the favorite? Plus 175 and TJ Watts plus 250. Wow. Wow. And Jalen Hurts. You got to let it ride. You got to let it ride. Fuck that. 30 grand. You got to let it ride. I don't give a fuck. That'll be the craziest bet. That'll be the craziest thing. I I say, yo, if you hit that, you got to pay off my student loans. She was like, what? You're fucking crazy. I would never, I'm not doing that. You're, you're, you're it's got to go to the federal. Well, no, it it would, it it, it would go to our beautiful wedding that we're going to have and, and our honeymoon. Hawaii. Well, not going to Hawaii anymore. You got it. No, we're not going to Hawaii anymore. Where are you going? We're actually going to, uh, Granada. That's in the Caribbean, right? Yeah. I think it's going to be fire. It looks great there. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be amazing. So, yeah, we're going there. That was my first choice, but nobody listened to me. You got overruled. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's the thing. Nobody listened. You got overruled, bro. Welcome to marriage. Yeah, that's true. But anyway, but yeah, that that was the, I wanted to bring that up because I thought that was like, she showed me that tonight and I was like, holy shit, because the cash out was like 500 before the weekend. But then I guess Miles Garrett uh, got hurt and Hill scored and he had a, you know, he had a pretty good game against the jets and uh, hurts won again. So it's like, yeah, the ball's rolling. I would say the only thing uh, yeah, I, I it's, it's a great the ball's bat. rolling. I know her way yeah. perfectly. That's fucking awesome. I hope she wins that dude. That would be crazy. Mm-hmm. A $20 future bet. That's crazy. That is nuts. Good for list theory. I know. And it's funny. We always say, yo, like, why can't that be us? You know, and it's, it's like, to be. wow, like, yo, she could be the first one that we, that we could say that, you know, like yeah. that we know somebody. I was like, why can't that Mrs. be us? So, Theories. Yeah, that would, that would be fire. GDWD. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's start off. Bullshit of Bartle. Frank Wright got fired. Um, that was unwarranted. Unnecessary. Tepper's a moron, dude. Go ahead. He... Why would you do that? I, I, you have a rookie quarterback. And then the interview that he came on and gave saying, basically saying that they thought that they were going to trade to Houston and Houston was going to select Bryce Young with the first pick and they were going to take CJ Stroud at two. It's like, all right, bro, can you make the guy feel any more like shit? He's already one in 10. He's three foot tall. I don't understand that. And you got Greg Olson comes on Fox and says, I'm interested in the head coaching job. We already ran that back with, with uh, Jeff Saturday. We've seen that before. You don't take somebody out of the booth that's never coached before and stick them in a, in a, in a, a pro offense or a, a pro head coaching level. You just don't do that. Well, the problem with that is it's it's facts over feelings. You know, I see what you're saying, but it's facts over feelings. Carolina is 30th in passing yards per game, and they are 28th in rushing yards per game. I mean, 
this guy's supposed to come in here. He's supposed to groom the young kid. And it, it's looked awful. It has looked awful. It has looked everything that they did not see coming. It it it, it just it, it looked like it, it's the perfect storm for the Carolina Panthers. You they, know why? I disagree it, with it didn't you. work. You know why I disagree with you? It didn't work. You know why I disagree well, with you? Well, they also fired Deuce Daly. And they also fired Josh McCown. They got rid of everybody. They're cleaning the house. It's stupid. Why? Last year, you just had um, Matt Rule. He was trash. You screwed up on that. Steve Wilkes came in, goes six and six. The ro locker room loves him. They don't even give him. They don't even give him the chance to do it. He did that with PJ Walker, Baker Mayfield, and Sam Darnold. He went six and six. Then in the offseason, you hire Frank Reich. Deuce Daly, Josh McCown, you draft the quarterback that apparently those guys didn't want, and you trade your best wide receiver. I don't think that's true. I don't think I, I don't think that's true. I don't think no, I feel like everybody was on board when they made that pick. I I, I don't believe so was everybody in Munchkinland. Like I, I I don't believe that there was a split party at some point where it was like Frank Reich really wanted CJ Stroud and Tepper wanted uh, Bryce Young. But I, I don't if, think that happened. Even if that wasn't the case, they dug that grave because you traded everything to get Bryce Young. You got rid of his wide receiver. So what you're telling me is that you're saying that this firing is them admitting that they had made a mistake to take C.J. Stroud, I mean, uh, Bryce Young over C.J. Stroud. Absolutely. They made a I mistake. Don't I don't care what anybody says, bro. They made a mistake. When you talk about C.J. Stroud, and you're talking about they don't have a good offensive line. Their run game has been ass. Devin Singletary has been good as of late. But you had Tank Dell, who's a rookie. I think they got him in the fourth or fifth round. And you have Nico Collins. Mm -hmm. Now, granted, you got Dalton Schultz. But those wide receivers look good because of how, how good C.J. Stroud is playing. I don't disagree Bryce with that. Young isn't making Jonathan Mingo look good. Miles Sanders got benched. Chubba Hubbard is what he is, a regular dude. Well, Adam Phelan had a great year. But the last four weeks, he's been he's been, he's been a dinosaur. I get it. I get it. But I I'm just it. saying it, it's it's a plethora of things, and it's a knee-jerk reaction to just go and fire Frank Reich. Well, I, I obviously, they were planning on going into a different direction, and they want to go earlier. Maybe they want to see what they have in-house, and then they're going to go from there. They're going to build from within, and then once, once the all-season finally hits and they're able to uh, interview with coaches – then I think that's when they can kind of feel like, all right, we know what we have. We know what we need. They need wide, I they think need a wide that's receiver. What's, what's going to happen in Carolina. I think they're going to completely implode and they're going to do everything they can to make sure that this young kid can succeed at any point in time because they have to, they invested too much to get him. I agree. So I agree they're, they're going to do everything they can. They don't feel like Frank Reich is, is, is the, is the answer. So, like I said, I, I still think it was un unwarranted, and I thought it was just a dumb decision. But I understand how how you're putting it. Um, but again, he the problem is, and I said this, I made this comparison before with Jason Tatum and Markel Fultz. Markel Fultz was never going to have a fair shot because of how the trade went down and how well Jason Tatum played from the moment he stepped on the court. So Markel Fultz was always being compared to him. So now everything that's happening with Bryce Young is being compared to C.J. Stroud, and C.J. Stroud is in the MVP conversation, not just a rookie of the year conversation. D'Amico Ryans is in the coach of the year conversation. So I just feel like it was a 
I just feel like it's an organizational fa failure, and Frank Reich had to be the fall, fall guy, even though I think they were dumb from the beginning firing Steve Wilkes. So you're saying that Stroud's success has led to this firing? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I, I don't I don't see it that absolutely. way. I just see, I, I think, I think, well, look, looking at it, logically, that makes sense. But I just don't see them just getting rid of a coach just because of another quarterback's success. And I understand that, you know, uh, recency bias that right now Stroud looks miles ahead better than Bryce Young, and it's not close. But, you know, we got to give this kid a chance too, though, you know? I mean, I mean, what if they can get a head coach that can come in there and bring this kid up to speed, and then you're like, wow, now I see why they drafted him in number one. I mean, I feel like now we're so quick to get rid of people like so early because of the of the pressure that just mount on people. Like when you hear all the chatter on social media, the they, 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 the access to hear the feedback is what can get the ball rolling even more. I feel like. No, I totally agree with that. I, I think just... I think it brings more pressure to people. And I don't know how fair that is, because if you look at Peyton Manning's rookie year, he threw like damn near fucking he, I think he led the league in interception. He did. He did. So it's like, all right, by, by that token, you would have got rid of him and nobody would have seen Peyton Manning be Peyton Manning. The other problem is, though, with that is... I'm the, just saying. Yeah, no, but here's the thing. The other part of that is, is I don't... So you have Bryce Young, who's not playing very well, but you've already given up on the head coach. That's what it is. Now he's going to have to learn a new system and all that stuff. Maybe that year. was it. Maybe the system didn't fit their quarterback. Maybe that and, could and, be true. And, and that's why they're like, you know what? We got to get somebody that can fit his system, like that that can that can tailor to his system around our quarterback. You know what I mean? Yeah. And not be so gung ho about his system and let our quarterback utilizes his strengths. And maybe the system doesn't allow that for him. I don't know. Well, here's the thing: Frank Reich isn't going to be the only head coach fired. Because another one, a few are coming. Who do you think is the favorite to be next? Oh, man. Come it's got to be Brandon Staley, dude. <laughs> it has to be, right? Like, I mean, that team is way too talented to be four and seven. I, I, I don't care what anybody says. Four and seven is a joke. You can be the worst coach of all time, but you can get more than four wins out of 11 games from this Chargers. Do you remember when me, you, and Mike were talking about Brandon Staley? When I think it was his first year coach, and he went for it on like his 30-yard line, and they wound up losing the game. And yeah, I said they should fire him right now. Right there. He's a bonehead. You don't there's a difference between analytics, taking risks, and risk versus reward. Yeah. And his he just he just sucks. That's really the only way to put it. He sucks. It has to be Brandon Staley. There's no way. His defense sucks. And he's a defensive guy. It's the def it's the defense, man. That I mean, like not for nothing. They held the Ravens to 20 points and they only scored 10. Yeah. I don't yeah. So that I mean but, that, but again, that was that was, you know. Maybe it was a rarity, but I, I'm just saying it, it's all oh, the Ravens are a good team. And like I said, I they matched up well with them because the Ravens are so damn good at pass defense. They're damn near top of the, you know, the best in the league. And the Chargers are their strength is passing the ball. It's a, it was a bad matchup from the go. So them scoring 10 points doesn't really surprise me. Uh, Dave just said, do you bring either Deuce or Frank Reich back to the Eagles in some capacity? I will say this. If I was the Philadelphia Eagles, I would fire Brian Johnson right now, and I would call Frank Reich and get him on a plane and bring him to Philly immediately. And that's all I'm going to say on that. Because Brian Johnson's a fucking dope, and I don't care that we're 10-1. and 1. He is a dope. I thought he called a pretty good game last game. You got to wear glasses. I, he I, called I, a, good a good We'll get there. We'll get there. Um, do you think Antonio Pierce should stay as the head coach of the Raiders? Because now here's an interim coach. 
that is doing really good things. He's doing okay. I mean, the Raiders are all right. You know, they're competitive. He's two and two. They're competitive. You know what I mean? Like, I think that's respectable. But um, do I think he deserves a shot? Yeah, why not? I mean, what do you have to lose? You have nothing to lose. What are you going to What are you going to do? You have to go through another hiring process, like right? They're going to have to go through a bunch of interviews, and then they're going to be like, "All right, well, this is our guy." Like, what are you looking for? What kind of coach are you looking for? I I don't know because Josh McDaniels and Antonio Pierce are two different coaches. One's a motivator, and one's a guy that is that has a lot of success historically. He's a masturbator. He's a, he's an offensive genius. You can call that. He's an offensive genius. Who? Josh McDaniels. He's a good offensive coordinator, bro. I mean, like, let's, let's be a, real. You could say he's a good offensive he's coordinator. A, he's a good offensive coordinator. But a genius is crazy. Well, look, he, he he led Mac Jones to the playoffs, and Mac Jones, he can't even sniff the field in New England anymore. They don't even want him. And in and, and short, in two years. If you put Mac, if you put. I'm just saying. I'm know, just saying he has success. Put, if you put Josh back on you're the going, Patriots, they're not doing you're going. You're going based off Josh's success as a head coach, which is whatever. He, he's been asked as a head coach. But. Offensive coordinator, he's been excellent. He's, no, he's awesome. He has, but that's even his if I, niche. I think even if you put Josh back on the Patriots right now, they're not going to do anything because they have no talent. Well, right now, because Mac Jones doesn't want to play there anymore, and, yeah. and vice versa, it's a it's a bad it's a bad situation, situation that, that I don't even think McDaniel's would want to even entertain because he's trying to he's trying to get back into the good graces of the league. He's trying to prove himself to get into a situation where you have. Uh, a quarterback problem and a talent overall problem on offense. I don't want no parts of that. If I'm, if I'm him, yeah, you know, the system, that's great, but you don't have the talent that that can help you make you look good to, to help you get another job somewhere just to help your yeah. career. I'm, I, I'm I not saying, I'm not saying he, he, he's ever going to get another head coaching job, nah. but at least, at least set him up to like another, another, you know, notch above where he can be. Do you think he's in the NFL next year as a coordinator? I think he'll find his way back into the league somewhere. Next year? Maybe not next year, but maybe in in, in a year or two. Yeah, because I, I think I think he's gonna take some time off because I think it just ended so badly. And to see the way the Raiders are playing now after his departure. Yeah. And the way like the guys are smoking cigars after a bullshit win in October. And that it's was just crazy. like you're looking at him and it's like, damn, like, did they really hate him that much? Did you like that? Um so I think it could it it's one of those things that can be taken out of context. I didn't dislike what do you mean it. By that? So I feel like people judging by the way you asked the question, I think you thought it was overboard. And I think a lot of people think that, but you got to remember for those players, when they came to work, it seemed like they hated coming to work. And when you get rid of a cancer like that, and then you bring in a coach that you really ride with and you really like, and you, and you want to, you want to go play for them. When you have a win like that after getting that cancer out of the building in the locker room, I feel like that can really be beneficial to the group. And it's like a weight off their shoulders. That's how I took it. Like, I didn't think, like, I was just like, oh, damn. Like, when I saw them smoking the cigars, it was more to me like, wow, they really, really didn't like that dude. You know what's funny is that I think you're wrong. You were wrong about, about my assessment. I actually liked it. Right, I don't I don't right. have a problem with it. I was going my thing off, is off this. the way you said it. I was my thing like, is this, is like, when they break the huddle after they win, they're like, all right, you know, enjoy this one until, you know, we get back to work on Tuesday. You're yep. able to celebrate a win for a 24-hour period. But, bro, they look like they were celebrating more than just a, a regular dub. They won. They won the game. It was the cold. You can celebrate it? however you want to celebrate. The problem I have is the camera being in the locker room. They shouldn't even see that shit. That should be secluded amongst the organization. Nobody should know what the – 
how they celebrate in the, in the locker room. That is the only thing I have a problem with. You want to know why I think they did that? I think that's weak as hell. I think it was on purpose. I think it was on purpose. Sure it was. I think it's they a, wanted it, to it's see like, it's, it, it's, how it's, much they didn't like Josh McDaniels. What's that called? Uh, virtue sing virtue signaling. Virtue signaling. That's a, is, is exactly what it is, right? <laughs> it is. It is. Um, but I want to talk about the NFL product. Because the NFL product, we laugh about this all the time. It's actually garbage. It's been some shit. Man. The NFL product as a whole is garbage. Between the referees, just the calls that they make and don't make and miss and get wrong. Nobody knows what a catch is. Yep. You can't tackle a quarterback. Now they want to get rid of the drop hip tackle on a running back. So if you're running from behind someone, what are you supposed to do? You have to let them drag you to the end zone. I mean, seriously, what are you or supposed to do? Or push him out of bounds or push him to the ground or do something, push him forward and hope he, and hope he falls. I don't know. I, like, I know everybody makes the, the cliche joke all the time. It's going to be flag football. It's going to be two-hand touch. But at some point, it really is. Like, you're just going to have to run into a defender standing straight up. Well, at some point, it is going to be flag football because if you see the behavior of Chandler Jones right now, oh, absolutely. I'll be like, it ain't no way that this shit's going to fly. Well, for he was walking around Scottsdale. Maybe he was near our house that we're going to be in in August, but he was walking around Scottsdale ass naked. Yeah. With a taboo. Yeah. And his mansion. <laughs> just having a good time. Yeah. He, he's just, he's just letting us swing. Man, look, there was some, uh, look, there's it's a, crazy. I actually, I have a soft spot for him and I feel bad for Me him. Me too. Absolutely. But when I watched that dude, I was staring at it and I didn't know whether to laugh or just stand there with my mouth wide open. Cause I, my, come on, bro. We're not doing that. Whoa. We're not doing that. Whoa, 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 whoa. When we play this episode back and you listen to what you just said leading up to after what we just talked about, you were going to be like, fam, how did you not stop me earlier? <laughs> I can't wait. So as I'm saying, as I was saying before, I was so rudely interrupted. I'm sorry. I just can't believe that he went on Instagram live and did that. But let, go ahead. Give, give me your take on the, uh, the NFL product, because if you're going tick for tack, Baseball is the best product of all major sports. Baseball, hockey, and then basketball and football, you can argue. Although, I will say this. The NBA this year has been amazing. Stars are playing. They're competing. It looks like they're taking the regular season serious. They're taking the in-tournament, the in-tournament, um, the in-season tournament serious. I, I've, I, I've always loved the NBA. I could watch any, I could watch a Knicks and Hornets game. I'm just saying. I, I, lo I love it this year. All right, look. The bottom line is the NFL's king. It's always going to be king, no matter what. The product is always going to be greater than the rest because our interests lead us there, right? Like our interest is the NFL more than any other sport. And I think there's a lot more going on. And I don't know why that is. I think there's a thirst for it because it's once a week during the season. And in the NBA, there's what, three, four games during the week, you know, and then MLB the same way. You know, so I think the thirst for the NFL during the season is make is what makes the product awesome. However, the product's been garbage this year. I mean, if you watch last 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 night's game, Monday night game, Chicago at uh, Minnesota, it was it was absolutely garbage. I mean, like, I don't know what I was watching, honestly. I was seeing four picks from from Dobbs. I was seeing fumbles from Justin Fields. I mean, we saw six turnovers last night. Like the worst football you could absolutely you, you can absolutely see. I didn't even watch the on game. the biggest stage, and this is like where you want to shine, you know, especially for Justin Fields, especially when the season's ticking, you know, you know, slowly dying down. I know, I know they won, that's cool, but you know, 
he didn't particularly light the world on fire. I mean, he scored 12 points and not for nothing. He had too many turnovers. And I just feel like, you know, the overall game was, was just garbage. It was unwatchable. And I, I felt that way about the Sunday night football game with the Ravens and the chargers. I was actually looking forward to that. And that happened to be a, uh, a, a doozy, but the Eagles and the, and the bills game was excellent. You know, that, that was a great game. That was game of the year. That was game of the year, right? But like outside of that, there isn't another game where I'm like, yeah, that game was fire. Yeah, the Patriots and Giants was dog shit. Dog shit. I mean, it's two teams that are like literally trying to fight for the best draft position at this point. That's <laughs> what they're playing. That's what they're playing for. Uh Tennessee and Carolina, dog shit. It's dog shit. It's a dog shit product right now. I mean, I just I feel like the points have been so low this year. And I don't I, I don't know why. I know it sucks, dude. But in the offensive-driven league, you would think that there would be a lot more points scored this year than any year because you're getting used to the rules. And I, I don't know. I, it just seems to quarterback be a little play down. has just been really ass this year for the most part, which is kind of weird because I feel like before the season there wasn't many landing spots for quarterbacks like Baker Mayfield. Yep. Remember, we couldn't even think of a destination until the Bucks happened to. And we were like, like oh, open okay. Up. Yeah. Like, okay, the Bucks make sense. I think we even talked about the Bucks. Yeah. About them making sense. We did. Um, but yeah, I mean, we said Baker or Cart. Like we, we, were, I, I was saying too, like maybe Wentz, but this was before they signed Baker because I didn't think Baker was going to go there. Yeah. I thought they were going to roll with Trask, and I'm like, all right, well, maybe you bring in Carson Wentz, and then you know, right after that, it was they Trask. signed Baker, and I'm like, all right, cool. Trask, we haven't we haven't said his name since August. I know. I mean, Baker, it, it's all irrelevant. Baker's shit. been playing good, but it's just weird. Like 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 before the season, like you could see like there was a lot less jobs. I mean, look, I, you could argue Seattle's quarterback uh position is open for next year we're going to talk about that i'm just saying i'm just saying but like you know as the season progressed more and more jobs have opened up at the quarterback position whereas before the season we were trying to figure out yep you know who's going to be the next wave of quarterbacks and who's going to start over who because every every team damn near every team had a quarterback so it's just now, interesting year, how it's going to be now. a lot of new faces in new places oh yeah and show head coaching and quarterback oh, yeah. I feel like this is going to be like a clean out year. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be a new wave. It's, it's a new wave. It's yeah. a new wave. All right, let's talk about part of the product that was awesome. Eagles beat the Bills 37 to 34 in game of the year. Um dude, that game was nuts. That game was wild. And you know what's crazy? I put $75 on the Bills money line. Sorry to hear that. Cuz I'm like I'm like, you know what? The Bills, they need a win before the bye because if they lose, their season's over. I'm like, the Eagles got San Fran coming next week, and it looked good. The Eagles scored and made it 24-21. The cash out was 106, and I cashed out immediately because I'm like, Jalen Hurts is winning this game. Jalen Hurts is winning this game. I knew it, dude. I knew it because I've seen the Eagles perform in those spots better than Josh Allen and the Bills. The close games. The co- the close games where you yep. need to operate to perfection. And that's a that is where the Bills struggle. And I'm not that's not all on Josh Allen. It's on Josh Allen. It's on Sean McDermott. Um, so it was just it was I, I just couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe they were offering that cash out. I can't believe it either, honestly. I mean, take it though. Yeah. That's what I mean, like, I know here's the thing. It wasn't even about the money. I was just happy I got my money back. Yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? And then I made $30. So it was like, whatever. But um, 
What did you think about that game? Because I have a ton of stuff to say on it, but I want to hear from you too. I got a lot to say about the game in general. Um, I have it written down. I was writing a bunch of notes uh, about it. Um, Josh Allen was amazing, first off. Like, I don't care what anybody says. He played his ass off. I, I, I thought he made some great throws in critical spots. The Bills had 22 pounds on Josh Allen throws or runs. So, I mean, I, I felt like the Eagles defense actually played pretty well in the, in the, the in the first half, I would say. The first quarter, they were they were great. They got off the field quick and early, you know, quick and early. And then, you know, the Bills, they're gonna make plays. That's what they do. And uh the Eagles were the better team. They made some spots, but yeah, man, this game, this game was all about Jalen Hurts and what he can do. Uh, running the football and passing and just the leadership of the team. Just he put he, he put his team on his back. He he did. Bottom line. He did. He put his team on his back. That that was where I was like, yep, this guy is the MVP. He's the MVP. He's slam dunk. He put the team on his back and he came down and won the game. They won the game. I mean, like I, I couldn't believe they won the game. I know. That's how impressed I was. I was like, I I, I at the moment when the Bills were up towards the end of the game, I was like, the Eagles are going to lose this game. I, I just, you just felt it. And then something switched. And then all of a sudden the Eagles are, are kicking the game tying field goal. And then you're like, bro, that throw to Zacchaeus was just masterful. If Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes or Joe Burrow or Justin Herbert made that throw that Jalen hurts made. Yeah. It would have been, they would have talked about that nonstop. All week, nonstop. What I've come to realize is I still think Jalen Hurts is underrated. I really do. I still think that there are people that don't think Jalen Hurts is a top five quarterback. I still think that there are people that doubt Jalen Hurts in big spots and his ability to throw the ball. I still think that people doubt the Eagles as a whole, whether you want to say that it's luck or you want to say it's that. They're winning tough, close games. These are battle-tested games that they are winning. That is good. You want to see that. And then hopefully you hit your stride in December now and get going. But these are big wins. The second half was the name of the game for me. I mean, the Eagles, this is the reason why the Bills are where they're at. It's just they they just seem to get outcoached. I don't know what it is. Because in the first half, the Bills had the Eagles. They, they, they did. I mean, it was 17-7 to 7 at the half. And we're sitting there like, all right. You know, we just got to get back in this game. We got to go down and score a touchdown. And and the Eagles did right after the Buffalo missed a field goal. The the second half, the Eagles had seven drives, right? They scored on five of them. They scored on five out of seven drives. That's insane. They scored one, two, three, four touchdowns. And they scored three field goals. Two field goals. I'm sorry, one field goal. One field goal and four touchdowns. One field goal and four touchdowns in the second half. And their defense was getting off the field early on. They got a couple of interceptions. I'm sorry, they got an interception, a missed field goal. I mean, look, the, the Eagles defense, they did everything they could to win this game and keep it close. And the offense came through in the clock. That's what I got to say. But overall, I I mean, another another gut punching loss for Josh Allen though, right? It just seems like every time he he gets close to beat a good team, 
It just feels like his defense just just can't pull it together for that one last stop. It just feels like that. And that's kind of been his career. I will say this too. I don't. I'm not going to blame him totally for the miscommunication with um, Gabe Davis. Gabe Davis. However, I will say this: as the leader, bro, like you and your fucking wide receiver too need to be on the same page, dude. By this point, yeah. He smoked Darius Slay. Yeah. I mean, he was four or five yards ahead of him. If he just lobs it up. Four or five steps, excuse me. And he did lob it up. If if Gabe goes in instead of of post out, it's an easy touchdown and you don't even, and it's over. When you have errors like that, you just look and it's like, it's either not meant to be, you were flustered in the moment, bad coaching, bad communication. It's just a whole bunch of different things that lead to a poorly a poor team i know and it sucks because it's like i'm trying not to beat up on josh allen because he played great he played great and that's the thing that gets me it's like he and i said this a couple weeks ago he has to be perfect for the bills to win and that is just true like i'm sorry the dude the the dude is he's the entire offense yeah I mean come on dude he had nine rushes for 80 and they played in the rain this wasn't even like yeah this wasn't dry conditions I, 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 it, based on what I saw on the TV, it was fucking coming down pretty hard. Dude, they were their jerseys were fucking. I was watching the game. I'm like, yo, I would hate to be there right now. That there ain't many times where you could say you're watching a football game and saying you would hate to be somewhere. That was that was the moment. I was like, oh hell no. And he did awesome. Nine carries, 81 yards, and two touchdowns on the ground. He threw for 340 yards. I mean. What what more is he supposed to do for him to get a win? You know, and and that's my biggest point is like when he plays against good teams, he has to be perfect for them to even be close to these teams. You know what the problem is? He's so talented and he's had a lot of big moments and he's had success. Not the success that I think people projected him to have, but he's been successful. And I just feel like when you make mistakes on crucial moments like that. It's just it's such a bigger cloud over you. Yeah, but he didn't make a big moment, a, a gut crushing. Well, I lost the game. Play but this. I don't know who who was it on. I we don't know that. Like, who did Gabe run the wrong route, or did he not know the route? I get it. I get it. But so wh- that I really don't know, and I don't think we'll ever know that because I get it. But what I'm saying is, he still went down the field and still got a, he still got points on the board and put his team in position to win the game. All his defense had to do was stop the Eagles from scoring and they would have won the game. Here. So again, that's that's what I'm saying. It's if if it's a team game, then you got to look at it from both sides of the coin. You do, but here's the problem. When Brock Purdy played against the Browns before the three-game losing streak, the first game of the loss, when Brock Purdy led the team down the field and Jake Moody missed the fucking field goal, they blame that on Brock Purdy. So when the wins and losses come, you just blame the quarterback. Well, because but, of his overall performance in that game, but this game particularly, Josh Allen was excellent. I understand that, but when it comes to that, but when you had to do it was when the mistake came. And like I said, it might have not been his mistake. It just looks so bad because, again, he was wide open. It wasn't like he had to thread the needle. He had to make an acrobatic throw. It was Gabe was looking up like that, and Slay was – he was four or five steps behind Yeah, he got burnt off the line of scrimmage. He got smoked. He got smoked, and it was just – it was really unfortunate. Look, I didn't care too much because, obviously, I'm an Eagles fan. Yeah, absolutely. And I was happy for it. But I was in that moment. I'm just like, damn it, man. Like, this guy really – in those moments, he just 
he can't catch a break. Like now he's 0-6 in overtime. And it's like, you know what I mean? Like he can play, he can play flawless. And sometimes it's not enough, like it just was. It's crazy. I mean, and we're talking about the same guy that is leading the NFL right now in touchdowns. He has 33 touchdowns this year. That's fucking insane. That's fucking insane. I don't care what anybody says. Like, that is insane. 33 touchdowns in 11 games? I mean, that's three touchdowns a game. What, what, what more do you want from them? That's 21 points. And they're 6-6. Six and six. Oh, yeah, they're not even making the playoffs. It's a shame that Josh Allen's going to miss the playoffs in the heart of his prime. Because I think, I got news for you, they're going to miss the playoffs 100%. And after they miss the playoffs, Sean McDermott's gone. I mean, he's got 24 passing touchdowns in 11 games. How many picks does he have now? 12 or 13? 13. 13? Yeah. 13 picks. Which With 12 weeks in. It's, it's about it's a, pick a high a number. But the problem is, is that even... W- Again, and I said this, the problem is he always feels like he's got to do too much. And and that's why you see the mistakes. He's always forcing shit. He has to make the play because who the fuck is? Who else is on who else is on this team's gonna make a play? If I hand it off to my running back, does he have the capability to go 50 yards to the house? No, probably not. I haven't seen it. They haven't James done it. James Cook has been has played. He's been pretty good. And and that's the thing. It's like that's why they had to make a change at the uh at the coordinator position during the season. They had to. They had they had to move on. They had they had to. And you know what? Ever since I felt like the Bills have been playing pretty well on offense. It's just their defense is just it, it ain't it, man. They need they need new life in Buffalo. And the problem is next year doesn't really favor them because they're like minus twenty seven million in the cap. So what the fuck are they gonna do? Oh, nothing, dude. They got they got big problems next year. And and you know what's crazy? Like I always think about this signing too, it was the biggest the biggest like blemish that nobody's even talking about, nobody even brings up is Devon Miller signing uh two years ago, a year ago. That's that signing didn't even was it wasn't even worth it. He hasn't done anything for him. He's been hurt. He's been hurt. I know. And you signed him way past his prime to a hundred million dollar deal. And it's like, yo, why don't you take that money and spread it around and get better on defense to go help out your young quarterback or go get him another wide receiver to go pair with Stefan Diggs and then go draft a Dalton Kincaid. I mean, to be honest with you, I don't think it's an offensive problem. I think it's a defensive problem for the Bills. I think it's I, I, it's that and a combination of getting out coach in the second half. They got out coach in the second half. Period. End of story. That's it. And I want to stay in the AFC East here because there's another team in that division that potentially is the worst team in football. And it's mind blowing to say that about the Patriots. Why? Why is it mind blowing, bro? They are horrible. And we laughed about this in the season. We were going over our preseason predictions, and we were looking at their schedule, and we were saying their schedule was hard as hell. It is, but. To be like not even, I mean, you scored seven points against the Giants. Mac Jones, that might have been the worst game I've ever seen him play. He got outplayed by Tommy DeVito, Tommy fucking Cutlets. Tommy Cutlets. I, I, I just, that dude, you have to follow that dude on that says that. On Is that his team. name? Bro, his name's Nikki Scarlatt. Funny as hell. He calls him Tommy Cutlets. Um, they lost on a field goal, a, a kicker that they took in the fourth round blew the game. What do you think about Bill? I think Bill's fine. I think it's his offense. His I offense think stuff. Bill's fine. I think it's his offense. Yeah, because I, when you say Bill, I think of, like, defense. Like, I know he's the head coach. I get it. But, like, I feel like Bill is the, is a defensive guy. 
And and his defense has been great this year. <laughs> his defense has been fine. I think his defense has been just as fine as as any other year. I think he's been okay defensively. It's the offense that, that they just can't score. They they have no rhythm. They have nothing on the on the offensive end. I mean, I their their roster is so pathetic. I I could just I'm gonna rattle off the names here. And this is their skill position player. It looks like Chet is fantasy team. It's it's a yeah, it, it's like waiver wires. <laughs> he got five wins though. So and, and you know it's funny. Salute the bro. I like Ramondre Stevenson too. I, I I do, but there's nothing flashy about him. He's a good Ramondre running Stevenson's back. a good He's running a good back. Running. He's a good running back. On a very, very, very bad offense. Fair. Fair. Good running back. They got Ezekiel Elliott. They got Demario Douglas, Devontae Parker, Tyquan Thornton, Juju Smith Schuster. Listen to these names. Kayshawn Booty. <laughs> Mike Gusecki, Ty, Ty Montgomery. I can't believe Ty Montgomery is still out here. In the they have Ty Montgomery? Ty Montgomery, yeah. Number 88 for the Packers? That's him, right? Yeah, it is him, dude. That's nuts. I didn't know he was still on a roster. He's like 70. He's 30. Yeah, it's Ty Montgomery from the Packers. Bro, they lost to Tommy. Tommy DeVito beat Bill Belichick. Yeah. Bill Belichick's in his Jamie Moyer years. His fastball is like well, 80 miles an well, hour. That is a game where Bill Belichick can can coach himself a win. I, I'll I'll give you that. I I will. That's that's a that's a fact. The Giants team is fucking ass. The Giants team is fucking garbage. We talk. I come up here every single week and I crush them because they are one of the worst teams I have seen. They got four wins, bro. I know, but they're still bad. They're a bad football team. They got the same amount of wins as the Chargers. That's crazy to me. I just thought of that. The, yeah, the Chargers are four and seven, right? Yeah. And Tom, Tommy Cutlets is four and seven. Well, he's not four. I'm and not seven. saying well, um, Brian Dable and and Devito. Oh, they won two in a row. They won two in a row. Tommy Cutlets. They won two in a row. He's frying. <laughs> Another team that's pretty ass that found themselves back in the uh, the playoff race in the NFC is the Packers, bro. Big upset over the Lions on Thanksgiving. You got some explaining to do with your Lions, man. What's up, man? What's going on with them? That was a layup for them. That was because a bad loss. That was such a bad loss for him because the Eagles just won, right? And that would have put the pressure on the Eagles to win that game even more if the Lions would have won. And Dallas. Of course. And the 49ers. The 49ers and the Eagles would have been a huge game because if the Eagles lose and they win. That was a bad, I bad was loss. so shocked at that. Like, talk about a letdown game. That is pathetic. And I was, re I, I was really high on the Lions. I'm not totally off of them yet, but that loss, bro, like you can't have that in the middle of the run you're having. Like I said, when we looked at their schedule, I said, I only see them one potential loss, and it was the Cowboys. That was a really bad loss. I'm like, is the Cowboys the only other good team on this schedule? They look bad, too. They look like... Uh, they look out of sorts, bro. Jared Goff looked look confused. Dan Campbell looked like he got outcoached by Matt LaFleur. Uh, Jordan Love outplayed Jared Goff. I mean, look, this game was is the, the score was a lot closer than this game even indicated. What happened? The score looks, you know, it it, it was a lot. It, it was a lot. It wasn't as close as the score indicated. Oh no, hell no! They were thirty. Like it was, it was bro. absolutely a domination by the At Green home? Bay Packers. They they dominated them. And I know Jared Goff threw for three hundred yards, but if you watch that game, bro, it, it, it if you watch that game, that proves that stats aren't everything. So you believe me now? No, well, I never, I never said the stats were. They they support know, your playing, argument, but if you watch the game, you can't just say if I if any Joe Smo that didn't watch this game looked at Jared Goff's stats, he would be like, "Wow, Jared Goff played well. His defense let him down." Yep. 
But actually, in reality, Jared Goff, he just had, he, he didn't play well at all. He played very bad. He played very poorly. And, you know, hats off the Green Bay. They're still in this in this playoff race. Uh, Christian Watson looked good. Um, yeah, no, I, Jaden Reed, he's becoming one of my, like, one of my favorite players to watch. I like the way I like him, bro. He's elusive. They use him like a Debo Samuel role. Yep. They give him carries. I like, I like the creativity they got going on in Green Bay. I, I think. And, and to be honest with you, I actually think Jordan Love should be their starter next year. So I think I. I think he's earned the right to be their starter. I think he, he's played great. He's shown improvement. He's shown and improvement. That's the problem with the other quarterback in that division. You haven't seen a lot of improvement from Justin Fields. I, You've seen little moments of like, wow, can he play? But with Jordan Love, you're watching him play quarterback, and you're like, all right, these are good things. When I watch him against Detroit, which yeah, Detroit's a pretty good team, right? Yeah. I mean, their their D backs are weak, but regardless, look on the road. It doesn't matter on yeah. the road on a holiday, and you came out and you straight up balled. Like, I got to salute that, and he looked great doing it. He looked comfortable. He never looks rattled. He always looks like he's in control, and I I, I really like him. I I think he's got a bright future if Green Bay can can get him pieces to be successful a little bit more on 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 the offensive side along with the defensive side. I think they're going to be just fine with Jordan Love moving forward. And that's what makes me so mad about the Justin Fields situation is that Justin Fields has DJ Moore. Bro, I don't even want to talk about Justin Fields. Like, he absolutely, like, dude, every time I hear his name, I just feel like, I I, I just, I cringe. If you're searching for something for three years and you still don't have the answer. It's over. It's not there. It's over. There's The sample size is way too large now for me to be like, okay, he still has some juice in him. Pauls. Like, yeah, no, like no, no. 31 games and what's he got? His, what, six wins? Seven wins? He's fucking like six and 27. I, what more do I need to see to give somebody another year of opportunity to be my starting quarterback? I'm sorry. I, I, I think Chicago needs to move on. I think Chicago needs to move on. Now, let's talk about a quarterback that has been playing out of his damn mind. Cowboys smacked the commanders. Dak Prescott balls out again. CD Land has a game. Um, do you think Dak could be in the MVP race? Sure. Yeah. If 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 Dak beats, if the Cowboys beat Philly in a couple weeks, that and, and Dak is still playing like he's playing right now, absolutely. He's gonna be he, he might be the favorite. I think if Dak I think if the I think if the Cowboys beat the Eagles, he's gonna be the favorite if he continues to play like the way he's playing. I think a lot of it depends on what happens this week with the Eagles and Hurts. But if the Eagles were to lose this week, Dallas beats Seattle, Dallas beats the Eagles, which, you know, it's the second well, game. Well, regardless, regardless, I, I, I think the MVP race is going to come down between Eagles and Dallas. Hurts and Dak? I think so. That'd be a cool I think I, I actually kind of think it's kind of like panning out to be that way because let's be, let's, you know, let's be real. Who else is in the MVP conversation? You're going to say Mahomes? No. Yeah, I you mean, may, you can make a little bit of an argument. You can make a case about their it. Absolutely. Offense, their offense is really some shit. Without yeah. Mahomes, they would be trash. Sure, but absolutely. I get it. As far as Dak goes, man, he's playing lights out. Good for him, bro. He's He's been... Good for him, because Dak... Dak I, look, I trolled Dak here and there. Everybody knows I am a Dak fan, though. I like him. I want to see him succeed. It just sucks that he's on the Cowboys. If Dak plays like this, what is the ceiling for the Cowboys? Dak playing like this, they can win the Super Bowl. Wow. If Dak plays at this level. Wow. I didn't think I didn't expect that. That their team is good enough, bro. You lost. All right. Who's the second best team in the NFC right now? Right now is the Dallas Cowboys. Wow. 
come on, bro. What am I supposed to say here? And look, I get it. I know over, still, over the Niners. Yes, I know they're still playing. The Niners and them are just a, t a hard matchup. But with, with the Cowboys, they yes. match up really well with them. But yeah, here's the thing. Here's the thing. And it's not a flip flop thing. I'm just saying that Cowboys have been surging and I know they've been playing bad teams and I get it. And when they play bad teams, they put it on them. But that Prescott's throwing for 350 a game and three touchdowns. CD's looking like a big boy. They're just Tony Pollard looks good. Rico Dowdle looks good. Uh, Jake Ferguson looks good. They just look all right. Cook. They finally got Brandon Cooks involved. He looks, yeah, I, I, Let's talk about him. He's been excellent the last couple of weeks, man. He looks like he's given a, a, the the Cowboys another dimension on offense. The Which ability, is what the, I the didn't understand threat. what they weren't using them, why they weren't using them. But that's my thing. So here's the thing. I will temper the expectations because I want to see Dallas beat good teams. And I feel like Dallas's weakness is in those crucial moments where they just go brain dead. And that's the truth. But when they play bad teams, they put it on them. They never... They don't play down to bad teams, which is a good sign. But the problem is when they play good teams and you have to click in those moments, that's their weakness. But when Dallas is playing great, they're a good football team. Well, early in the year, they weren't clicking in the red zone. And I don't know what happened, but man, they've gotten a lot better. Who? Dallas. Well, and I said it, and I said it too. I was like, I was looking at Dak Prescott because I have him in fantasy. And I'm like, I'm, I'm like, man, if he could just convert on those fucking red zone, you know, uh, bullshit three yard, you know, uh, touchdown passes. If he can, if he could just fucking score, figure out a way to get a three yard touchdown pass instead of kicking these stupid ass field goals or going for it and not converting. If they could do that, his numbers are going to be out of this world. And the last five, six weeks, they are out of this world. And I, I, I'm happy that I'm, I I kept on him. Bro, he's got 18 he's, touchdowns and two interceptions. He's been awesome. He's been lights out. And it's like, when you see it, it's like, you know, so yes, the MVP conversation is going to be, is going to be, is going to come down to that game. Unfortunately it is. And I know that well, I think the Eagles, hurts. I know the Eagles did beat them. And I know the Eagles have a lot more impressive wins, but when it comes down to the MVP race, I feel like recency bias always wins. It is, but here's the thing. If if Hurts, they beat the Niners, they lose to the Cowboys, they win out, or they rest because of they have the first seed lineup, whatever. If the Eagles and Jalen Hurts are the one seed, Jalen Hurts is going to win the MVP. That's how, that's what I believe. That's what. Oh, I that's usually what happens. And I that mean, doesn't that record. doesn't matter what happens against Dallas. I feel oh, like Dak well, that's usually what happens because even though Dak Prescott's going to have better passing stats than Jalen Hurts, right? Just saying, at the end of the year, Dak probably will have better passing stats. Maybe, yes or no? Yeah. I would, I would say he probably will. He's thrown for a ridiculous amount of right. yards a game. Right. So he's taking, like I said, they're beating down bad. But teams. it comes down to the Aaron Rodgers thing. Where remember when when Brady had better yeah. stats, but Rodgers was the one seed, and it was like, oh well, he won the MVP because they were winning. It's going to be the same thing. But I think that though, Dak, I think that Dak's path, uh, Dak's path to winning the MVP is they got to beat Philly and they got to go on a run. The difference is, though, with that, where I'll give happen, a little though. bit of pushback, is that the Eagles have had – the Eagles, I mean, they're, they're two or three games into their dominant stretch, and they're undefeated. Like, they were – everybody's been predicting them to lose. They were supposed to lose against the Cowboys. They were supposed to lose against the Chiefs. They were supposed to lose against the Bills. Now they're supposed to lose against the Niners. Then they're supposed to lose against Dallas next week. And it's like – at some point, when Hertz is just having these comeback after comeback in the second half, it's just like, all right, man, what are you supposed to do? He's playing excellent in the second half. 
He's figuring it out. And that's that's what an MVP is. That's what it is. Yeah, I totally agree. This, this It's going to come down to the next couple of games. I know. It's going to be interesting, though. But um, Broncos beat the Browns for their fifth straight win. Talk about a surging team. Yo, Bro, from one and five to six and five. Yo, check them out, yo. Check out the Broncos, man. I want to salute and shout out to Russ. I, I still hate Sean Payton, but for as much as I've dogged Russ over the last year, two years, he's got me just sitting back saying, do you, bro. I kind of like it, though, man. Like, yo, we came up here, we shit on Russ, and now he's shitting on us. Like, oh, that rhymed. That was fire. <laughs> Just that Nick. That was bars right there. Just Nick. Right? So now he's shitting on us, right? And <laughs> it's like, name. <laughs> and it's like, and it's like, yo, I like those kind of stories, though. Like, I, I'm not mad about the takes that I've gave about Russ. Like, I still believe in that. I still, I just think that Sean Payton is just, he's a good coach and he's going to figure it out with whoever he has. He, he, that's historically him. But I like the story. I, I like the way that he's just shitting on everybody. And I'm like, man, like, I can appreciate that because that's sports. You know, that's sports to a T. It's like, you know, when somebody's down, they always have the ability to come back up based on their performance. And, you know, Russ right now, he's balling. And, and, and I can't even, like, hate on him. I can't I can't come here and I can't trash him. There's nothing to trash him about. He's been excellent. He's been playing like a top 10 quarterback in the NFL. Period. End of story. The last five weeks in this winning streak, he's been playing like a top five quarterback. Is, top yo, quarterback. If they are one in five and, and with the bills slipping like they are, they could really sneak into the playoffs. Would Russ win comeback player of the year? Absolutely. I know, but that's like so it's almost like that award is kind of like a slap in the face, though, because now you're telling me I was garbage last year. I know he probably feels that way, but it's like you're bringing it back up. And now you're telling me that I bounced back from a shit year to this. Well, didn't CMC win it the year after he got hurt when he came back? Well, no, I guess no, that coming back really from bad. an injury is I know, different. I know, I know. But coming back from a garbage ass season, I feel like I, I, I figured like, it out. I feel, like, yeah, I feel like it's kind of a slap in the face. I just really can't believe how good they're playing. Like, I don't even have anything to say about that. You think it's sustainable? Look, man, I, I don't know. They're playing the Texans this week. We're going to preview that in about five minutes. I, I just, to see that is just crazy. One in five to six and five. Yeah. Beating the Chiefs and the Bills. And I know the Bills are kind of some shit, but damn. Impressive. Impressive. Good for, uh, good for Russ. I actually want to hear what the audience thinks. Hey, 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 Phil, can you put up a poll? We got to make, yo, we got to make that a story tomorrow. Will the Brown, will they make the playoffs? No, I, I this is a better question. Who do you believe in more the rest of the season? The Broncos or the Texans? Texans. It's a good question. It is. We're going to talk about that. It's a good question because, like, you could say that the Texans could be a mirage too, but I don't believe it. Yeah. But you could say that. There is there's an argument to be had. Mm -hmm. You want me to put up a poll? There's only seven people in YouTube. <laughs> we'll put it up on our story tomorrow. Yeah, we'll put it up on our story. Where we get more buzz. We need more friends. Yeah, we need we need we, we need more friends like Marcos and James and James, James. in here, active than a motherfucker. Yeah, James rocking, Disco Dave's rocking, the Godfather's rocking. Caesar was Caesar was, you know, he's going to edge my lawn now. He'll be back. How many of us? What happened? How many of us? How many? All right. So the Chargers lost again. Who do you put this blame on? The coach. The coach. The coach. The, Did the coach. coach put up ten points. No, but the coach prepares the players, and it's like yeah, it feels like they're never prepared. And a big moment like this, come on, bro. Like, I, I don't know. So the Patriots' lack of success is due to Mac Jones and bum skill players, but the Chargers' lack of success is on the coach. 
I got it. Yeah, because the, because the Chargers have offensive skill players to put up points. They, the fucking the Bill Belichick is rocking with the roster that I named earlier. He built it. I'm just saying. I know. I know. I get it. I well, he look. He built that roster, but again, it's all bite them back because they swung and missed on a lot of wide receivers in the previous draft. Super shit. That fucked them up for for Mac Jones. That killed Mac Jones as his uh what and, and Kill Harry was the shit. He was garbage. He was they hyped him up, and I was waiting for him to like pop. And he had Brady. He had Brady, and he still couldn't do shit. So yeah, it, it, that situation was just weird. But like they just can't, they can't get that player. They can't. The Patriots are missing that Tyree Kill kind of guy, that guy that can strike fear into a defense. They have nobody that fears them on the offense. Nothing. Who the fuck are you scared of on the Patriots offense? No one. You're not scared of Ramondre Stevenson. How effective can he be if your passing game can't be effective? I'll just stack the box on the call of the day. He's so, their best what, pass but, catcher. There you go. So again, that's why I blame. So that to answer your question, that is my answer. I put that's 50-50 to me between Herbert and Staley. Well, I don't want to go maybe 60-40. I'll put it a lot on Staley, but something's got to go to Herbert, bro. Sure. Something's got to sure. go to Herbert. When you are that talented and you are being regarded as a top five quarterback, you're elite, you're this, you're that. There are still people around the league that would probably take Jay, that would probably take Justin Herbert over Jalen Hurts. Oh, I don't give a fuck either, man. Keenan Allen's a top five wide receiver in this league. He's had a great year. I, I, he's a top five wide receiver. Yeah, Jimmy just said it too. We talked about this too. When is Kellen Moore taking over? What about, I, don't know. I don't know. Everybody hyped them up. I mean, their offense was good outside of last night. Their offense was trash, but I don't understand it. You don't, they, think, uh, you don't think Keenan announced top five? You're quiet on that. I can't think of it off the top of my head. You got uh, top five. I mean, you got Tyreek Hill. You got A.J. Brown. Justin Jefferson. Devontae Adams. And then I think you... What am I missing? You... You're going to say Jamar Chase? Jamar Chase. I don't know, though, because Jamar Chase ain't putting on right now. But it's hard. He didn't put on all season. Um, but I still love Jamar Chase. I'm a big Jamar Chase fan. I would say Jamar Chase right now is better than Keenan Allen. But I would say... You think so? I think I would take Jamar Chase over Keenan Allen. Yeah. I would. You would take the 2023 Jamar Chase over the 2023 Keenan Allen? No, no. Not current day, but I'm just saying, like, just his quarterback's out. I don't know if Keenan Allen would be doing this with Chase Daniels or Jake Browning. Oh, he's on a bad team. Who? And he's still putting up numbers. Keenan I get Allen. that, and you can. You can still put up numbers on a bad team. Uh, Jamar Chase, though, he's had an up-and-down year. Jamar Chase actually had a bad year. But Joe Burrow was injured in the beginning. That's why he wasn't doing too well. So I'm saying, if you're asking me right now, yeah, I'm taking Keenan Allen. That's the, uh, that's the easy answer. He's been awesome. I mean, when you watch him, he makes fucking plays. That's all he does. He makes the most of his targets. And he, and he, and, gets and a he bunch does so much. They have him in motion. They have him doing the out routes in the motion. Like it's almost like a cheat code. It's like it's like what Miami's doing with Tyree Kill, where they have him going in motion and they're hiking the ball as he's running. So he has a head start. And it's like to me, I feel like that should be illegal because when Tyree Kill can get a head start running and I have to wait for the ball to be snapped to, to react. 
I'm fucking screwed. I know. Because he's way too fast for me to even keep up. He's going full speed and I'm starting to get ready to get set. And I gotta I gotta see where he's gotta be. Is he gonna go is he gonna go out? Is he gonna go in the middle of the field? Is he gonna go down the field? Where is he gonna do? Is he gonna do a curl? I have to be prepared for everything. So how can I stop that with his speed? It's it's almost like it, it's 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 crazy. That, you know that, what, that's a crazy you wrinkle. Know what's wild, dude? I was thinking of this today when I was looking at fantasy when um, I found out Jonathan Taylor got hurt because I had no idea until Tom sent that text message. I had no idea he was hurt. So, like, I was sitting there talking Who? all that shit. Like, Taylor? Jonathan Taylor. I, oh, well, I didn't know. I didn't know that either until we got the notification on our phone. But I didn't get the notification. I wasn't on Wi-Fi. So, when we were messing around in the group chat, in the fantasy chat, and Tom said that, and then he edited it and was like, JT is hurt. And I'm like, what? And then oh, I went on yeah. Twitter and I saw it. And I'm like, oh shit, I didn't even know that. However, I was looking for I have Keenan Allen in my, my brother's league. For Keenan Allen owners, the luck that you and I have and everybody else is wild because that entire wide receiver group got hurt. Quentin Johnson got benched. He was he was the 15th overall pick. Like, think about it. That whole group, Elston Eckler got hurt. Mike Williams got hurt. You got Keenan Allen, Jalen Guyton, and um, I don't even, I can't even, I can't think of the other dude. Gerald Everett. Jeff he Hunter got hurt. Was hurt. He too. was hurt. He was hurt. That's too. what I'm saying. The only healthy one on that offense has been Herbert and Keenan. I know. For Keenan Allen owners, it's been it's been a it's been the 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 best year you could because you could usually possibly he's, wish for. he's been hurt. The one that you have to worry about a lot is usually Keenan Allen because of hammies. Yeah. But this year he's been rock solid. I I. I I know, not going to because I'm I'm getting ready to do my. I love push him. He's awesome, man. He I wanted him. I, well, I got him in my other league, but I loved Keenan Allen this year, and we talked about it back in August when I said when we said he was going to take the CD Lamb role, yeah. and he just took it and ran with it because of Kellen Moore. He's been awesome. Imagine having him in like Amon Rod like in fantasy. It's almost like you're getting like 40 points a week. Yeah, Jim, we were talking with Kellen Moore. I know, dude. I think Kellen Moore should take over that job. Oh, I I agree with you. I, I think Kellen Moore should be the inter. He's the, a pro's pro. <laughs> yeah. He is, bro. Pro's pro nothing, bro. Yeah. Dave but, had to put a claim on Moss after I just waved him. LOL. Yeah. I, yeah, uh, no doubt about it. A lot of people uh, dropped Moss this past weekend. Actually, Spanos, Spanos did. texted me. I was me. talking to him about it. I was like, man, dude, that sucks. I was like, bro, you had him all fucking year. And the one second that JT gets hurt, that nobody even knew about. I didn't know about the injury at all. I had no idea. They, did, did you hear about his thumb and like you know during the game, bro? I had like no nothing, idea. Nothing. He scored a touchdown in the second half, and I'm like, oh my god, I needed that so bad. And I'm like, all right, this is like I'm ready to go. And then, like I said, we were bullshitting in the chat today. Tom sends that text, and I'm like, I thought he was trolling for a second. And then I'm like, wait a second, because it was an edited text. Yeah. And he flipped like the predictions, and I'm like, oh no, I'm like he's not he's not joking. And I went on Twitter and I saw it. And it was like he sustained the th sustained the thumb injury. Could be he's in doubt for a few weeks. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Yep. And then I'm like, all right, man, I accept my fate. It is what it is. I, it, you know, I'll miss you guys. Um, but That's let's crazy. let's go into the uh, NFL Week 12 preview now, because I had enough of, it, of them Chargers. There's some shit they don't deserve to be talking yeah, about. Yeah, that's a fact. Justin Herbert needs to look in the mirror. Brandon Staley's going to need to look in the mirror, but he's going to have plenty of time because he's not going to have a job next year. Yeah, I agree. 49ers minus three at the Eagles in an NFC showdown. Wild, wild, wild disrespect. Wild disrespect here. The Eagles are a three-point home dog to the Niners. What are you anticipating in this matchup? <sighs> Pain. I hate to say it, man. I'm anticipating the Niners to actually win this game. Come on, bro. What the fuck do you want? 
And I hate to say that because the Eagles are on such a roll and I'm, you know, I'm going to ride the wave. Of course, I'm an Eagles fan. I'll ride you. No doubt about it. But when there's no logical way, you can't, you can't sit across from me right now and tell me a team that is 10 and fucking one, they're at home, right? Against a team that you just completely dismantled in the NFC championship game albeit Brock Purdy got hurt. But the reason why he got hurt was because of the Eagles' defense at front. They got after Brock Purdy. And you're telling me that this same team is now a three-point favorite in the Eagles in Philly? Ain't no fucking way. Ain't no way. I'm reading the line here, bro. And, and, And I'm just being honest. I'm being real. I'm being blunt. And I'm being sincere. Straight up, this line is telling me the Niners are winning this football game, and the liner and the Niners win comfortably. Yeah, because well, because the three right there tells me all I need to know. Ain't there's no way, there's no fucking logical way. It's a cookie bet. Oh, I can get the Eagles at home, and I'm getting three points. Of course, I'm gonna take the Eagles. It's a fucking absolute facade. This is what I'm talking about, bro. And I I keep saying this, and I said it earlier. The NFL world still doesn't believe in Jalen Hurts. I don't yeah, understand that, that it, bro. It. That is what it is. Because Mahomes wouldn't be an underdog. Never. Bro, the disrespect for the team that lost in the Super Bowl to be a home dog by three points. Crazy. And they're 10 Crazy. and 1 after the teams that they beat this year is just mind-blowing. And you could say whatever you want. I'm taking the Eagles all day long with three points. I'm taking them on the money line. They're going to beat the 49ers. The 49ers are traveling across the country. They've been waiting for this game all year. Brock Purdy is not coming into Lincoln Financial Field and beating the Eagles. See, I think the Niners have been waiting for this game all year. I feel like this is the Niners Super Bowl. This don't mean shit to the Eagles. It could be, but they're going to lose it. This is a rivalry for the Niners. This is their get-back game. This ain't the get-back game from the Eagles. The Eagles already got back because they went back to the Super Bowl. They're about to go back again. This game, yeah, it means a lot for for pride and purposes and and obviously seeding because, you know, if it comes down to at the end of the year, if the Eagles lose to the Niners and lose to Dallas and the Niners go on a a winning streak, the Niners all of a sudden have the number one seed. I promise you the Eagles are not losing this game. I I don't think so either. I don't think think so either. But this line is telling me otherwise. I, I, I don't give a fuck what anybody says. I don't care. And I, I know what you're saying that the, oh wait, it's the Eagles and they're the better team and blah, blah, blah. I get it. I, I'm with you. But ain't no way in hell they should be underdogs at home. You know what it is, dude? For they me, had the best record in the NFL. What team should go into Philly and be a favorite? I, 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 they had the best record in the NFL in 11 week and a 12 week sample size. There's no way in hell that the Eagles should be a fucking three point underdog in Philly. I, I don't care. I don't give a fuck. Here's the thing, bro. Explain that to I me. I know though. that you're saying that this is the 49ers Super Bowl, but you don't think the Eagles are pumped for this I'm game? I'm not saying they're not. No, no. I'm just saying you have Hassan Reddick, uh, Brandon Graham, all these guys that they've had to hear. Debo's talking shit, saying James Bradbury's trash. This one, uh, Brandon Ayuk is saying, oh, we were out there playing with 10 people. The Eagles heard all that too, bro. 
The Eagles heard all that shit too. So the Eagles are going to be just as fired up. And I'm throwing all logic out the window. I know what you're saying with that. And when I first saw that line, I was like, oh, that's a sucker bet to bet the Eagles. They're begging you to for bet sure, the Eagles. For sure. But I'm telling you right now, I'm betting the Eagles. And I'll post a play on, on our on our Instagram or whatever. I'm betting the Paul's Eagles. Picks. I'm telling you right now, the Eagles are not losing this game at home to the 49ers. What's going to be the key of the game? The key of the game the Eagles are just going to out The Eagles are going to be able to take advantage of their secondary now that they lost their safety. They're going to be able to throw on them. The Eagles can match them up front because our offensive line is so good. Lane Johnson is coming back. They can match that defensive line. So if you can neutralize that and then let Jalen Hurts pick that pick their uh, their D backs apart, that's how you can win. They're not coming in there with Miles Sanders now. They're coming in with DeAndre Swift. DeAndre Swift can run the ball. DeAndre Swift is a much better. He's good. Is a much better runner than Miles Sanders. I want them to stop fucking giving it the game well. Just can we just give it oh. to Swift and just go with Swift? Let's go. Let's go there real fast. Kenny, just for please. one second before we move on, because I don't know what the fuck they are in love I, with Kenny Gainwell. For. I don't get it. I don't understand it either. I I look. Look, I get it in terms of you want to give DeAndre Swift a rest, but how much fucking rest does this guy need? Get his ass in the fucking field. This guy is an absolute monster. Every time he touches the rock, he makes it, he makes exciting plays, and he plays with some with some physicality to him that it's like, yo, by the fourth quarter, nobody want to be tackling that. You know oh, what I mean? So no. like, yeah. So like he plays smash mouth football. I think he could do that. And he's elusive. He's been excellent for the Eagles this year. He has been playing at a high level. And I just, I hate the fucking rotation shit, man. Just play your best guy, especially in big, in big moments. You know what I mean? Play your guy. He's I been agree. excellent. He's been fucking great. And I want him to keep it up, but he should be getting the ball at least 15 times a game. I don't care what anybody says 15 touches. Easily. He's earned that right. Because in that sample size in this whole season, he has played excellent football. Period. He's ran the ball well, and he's ran the ball harder. He's get he gets yards after contact. He has been excellent for the Eagles. He's 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 the best running back, and it's not close. And the rotation needs to stop for the Eagles to 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 continue and and you know on, like on this role that they're on they need to keep feeding him the ball and you have two wide receivers you're about to get Goddard back i think the eagles are in, they're in a good spot what's they your are. prediction for this I, I i like i like the niners here to win man i really do and i hate it i, I got the niners 20 to 20 okay i got the eagles 31 20 31 20 31 20 we we we're going to put pause on them on on Sunday I hope I hope, so. I hope I'm wrong but the only reason why I'm making this prediction and it's not because of the X's and O's it's it's really just based on on Vegas bro because I I think when I look at these two teams they're pretty much identical but outside the quarterback position this team is pretty like a mirror image we got better wide receivers yeah i mean look we got a better quarterback look, look we don't have a better run game look you say they got better wide receivers, which I, of course, Philly has the better wide receivers, but San Fran's wide receivers aren't no joke either. They're not, but I don't because a damn good fucking football. Ayuk is one of the most underrated, underrated. If not the most underrated wide receiver in the game. That's number one. Number two, I don't consider Debo a wide receiver, dude. He's but a they scat got, player. But they have a good combination of players. They got Kittle. They got CMC. I hope they make Kittle a blocker again. They got Debo and they got Ayuk. I think they have a really good quadruple uh, option of players there. And and Brock Purdy just works. Look, the minus three just doesn't make any sense on the road. I I, I don't care what anybody says. Try to make try to make sense of it for me. I just told you. 
they don't believe in Jalen Hurts. I know, but there's got to be more than that. There's no way no. in hell. You know what this reminds me of? Actually, I just thought of this. This reminds me of that game last year, the Bills and the Bengals. I remember saying, I'm like, yo, how are the Bengals a five-point home dog to the Bills? And I didn't know, and we couldn't understand it. It was actually the episode with, uh, I think Shoot might have been on it. Shoot him up. I think he might have been on that episode when we were talking about it, where I said, I'm taking, I'm taking the Bengals, I'm the, the Bengals all day because the Bengals are the better team. I have the better quarterback. And the Eagles are the better team. I have the better quarterback. And I'm going with that. So but I agree. The Eagles have the better quarterback. I just feel like the line to me is just telling me, hey, man, like the Niners are going to get back here, but it, it doesn't mean like this is this is what's going to happen in the playoffs. I think the playoffs is going to be a different animal. I think the Niners have been waiting for this game for a long time. The e this doesn't really mean anything for the Eagles in terms of pride or anything. We the Eagles already they won last year in the biggest crucial moment. This is just another regular season game to them. Yeah. Well, I, this is going to be more than a regular season. Sure. There's a lot. Bulletin board material. Yes. I get the it. Eagles win here. They're 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 essentially the number one seed. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. But well, no, because if they lose to the not, Cowboys, they would be. 11 and 2 and the Cowboys would be 11 and 3 or 12 and th or whatever. The, 10, the 10. Cowboys have three losses already. Yeah, so but assuming they don't They're win Thursday, yeah. So they'll be 10 and 3. So the Eagles, Eagles do have to win this game to to absolutely, you know, keep that gap because they do play Dallas. You want to have yeah. that, you know, that you know, that little buffer there, but at the same time it's like, you know, this is the Niners Super Bowl. They've been waiting for this game since the offseason. Oh, yeah, Goddard might be coming back, too. Yeah. He's pushing the play. But Lane is playing, which is the most which important. Which is, that is, that, that is, is the most important for if both. If he players. wasn't playing in this game, I, if they wouldn't. They wouldn't have, they, they wouldn't have, they wouldn't have won. Let's stay uh, the team we were just talking about. Seahawks at Cowboys. Cowboys minus nine. That line is wild to me. It's, it's representing of what's going on right now. I know. I, I, I actually don't, I don't hate it. What is going on with Seattle, bro? I thought I picked them to win the division in the preseason. I thought Gino was playing. Gino played great last year. He got his money. Um, I just thought that coming into this year, I thought they were going to be really good. He's played and, awful. What's up? He's played awful. Oh, he's been trash. Like really trash. Yeah. He stole 50 and million still from 64, them. six and four. Yeah, no, I know. And, and that's the thing. I, I think Seattle's got a pretty, a pretty decent roster. Oh, we got, we, we switched the camera view. My phone died. You can make fun of me. Uh, go ahead. Phil. Provide the same energy, please. The problem is, is this is the first time this has ever happened with Phil. This is a daily routine with you. You, you see what I mean? That's like the, the problem. The, the inconsistency of, of How's the that inconsistent? Well, I mean, look, my phone died one time. You you capping. When? When was I have at least 75 text, text messages three hours after I asked you a question of, my fault, bro. I was on the couch. I didn't feel like getting up. My phone died. Hold on. Hold on. Show related. What? Show related. Has your phone ever died on a show? Once. Oh, yeah, it did. Uh, you do. We got to get... <laughs> See? All right, after this, we're going to have an intervention. It's going to be more designed towards theories, a little bit of fill. It's, it's just a, it's a, it's a one-sided affair. I just need a theories mold. That's all. A theories mold is wild, bro. That's all, bro. That's that all. That is crazy. So let's go back to... Um, oh, my God. Why do you think this line is so high? That's where we were at. I can't wait to be. Tell you, you got that. About, I don't know, 10, 15, 10, 15. 
Why is this line so high? Because Seattle's garbage, Mike. Seattle's garbage. Da Dallas is a good team. I told you that all, all year. I, I I think the Cowboys are really good. And they're the one team that scared me with the Eagles. And I've been saying it all season long. The Cowboys are just better than Seattle. They're going to absolutely rip through that offensive line like, like you've never seen before, dude. Like, they're... This is such a bad matchup for Seattle. This is going to be an absolute bloodbath for them. They're going to lose by two touchdowns or more in this game. I Michael mean, the Parsons, line, the Michael line Parsons is going to have a game. He should have a game. He should absolutely have a game. Dak should have a, he should have two touchdowns. CD should get it going. I know that, you know, uh, Seattle's corners are pretty, they're pretty solid. I get it, but I feel like they can be had too. And I think, I think that's what's going to happen. I think Dallas is going to roll. I think Dallas is going to roll. I think they need to to run the ball too. I, I like to see I like to see them run the ball. And Pollard's been good the last couple of weeks. He's do you? He's actually I'm better. Do you think Seattle? Do you think it's a a must win for Seattle? And do you think there's any way Seattle can upset them? It's Thursday, right? They play Thursday night. They play Thursday, which I hate for fantasy, but I love that though. I like that on Thursday night. Why? I think it should be a good game. Well, you. Think I don't think that. Dallas is going to blow them out. I mean, you think that. I don't think they blowed them out. So that wait, line what, indicates that. What did you ask? What did you ask again? Do you think it's a must win for Seattle? I mean, yeah. Kind of. Yeah, kind of. They play the Niners next, right? Yeah, they play the Niners next. They play the Eagles. <laughs> like, Seattle's got a tough, a tough Seattle's done. Seattle, you could stick a fork in them. Last week, we talked about contenders and pretenders. They were a pretender for me. There's no connection with DK Metcalf. There's no reason in hell that Bro, DK Metcalf has nine so targets and he has three catches. Like, there's just no way. And every time he throws the ball to him, the ball is out of fucking bounds. You're not giving your wide receiver a chance to even catch the ball because it's fucking three yards out of bounds. What do you want him to do? He's been such a fantasy letdown. Yeah, he has I not had. He's not. He's been. He's been standard. okay. He's been okay. He he's been. He just hasn't been. He hasn't DK popped. Metcalf like he has. That's been, what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah, he just hasn't. Um, I don't understand why this line is so high, though. They're done. Look, They're, I, I get it. I know Seahawks have been playing really bad, but nine is a lot of points. It is a lot, but it, a it's lot. it's in, it, look, it, it, it is, but it's not because I could see this. I could see Dallas taking the opening kickoff, going right down the field. It's seven nothing right there. They're boom. I will say it is a must win for Seattle because of their schedule being as hard as it is. But Seattle ain't winning this game. Yeah, Gina's got, regressed. Absolutely, Dave. Absolutely, he's completely regressed. He did. When Seattle signed him in the offseason for that big contract, they were expecting a nice return on, on their investment because they're like, wow, we finally got the quarterback. We got rid of Russ. We got Geno in here, and he's playing excellent. We didn't have to go into the draft, completely rebuild this whole thing. We still had good wide receivers. So what they did in the draft is Geno's performance allowed them to draft Jackson Smith and Jigba. Geno Smith last year, his performance allowed them to draft JSN. And that's what gave them the trio of wide receivers. And they expected the Geno to play like he did last year. And if he did, they would be a lot better because they added the talent on the outside with JSN and DK and Lockett. And it just didn't pan out this year. And now you look at Seattle's situation, you're looking at them like, man, they're a quarterback away. This team is. You know, they're, they're good. They're good. Like I think their overall roster is good. Their they, their head coach is excellent. Pete Carroll's great. Um, but they're missing that consistent play at quarterback. You know and I think that's what they're missing. You know who's a sleeper to go there next year? Who? Kirk. Kirk could. 
Kirk would be good in Seattle. He would be good in Seattle, but DK and Lockett and yeah, I think that would be a great fit. And JSN, they, they would. I just thought of that. They would be. That would be a formidable. I don't team. know if Kirk's going to leave Minnesota. I don't. We'll see. That remains to be seen. But I'm taking the Cowboys here. I'm taking. I'm gonna. I'm taking the cow. I'll take the Seahawks with the nine. Okay. I will take the Seahawks with the nine. I just feel like. I feel like Cowboys get them by a touchdown. Right. So I don't think they they blow you think them a backdoor cover by the Seahawks. Here, yeah, I would say something like, along those lines. I don't think the Cowboys blow them out. I think it's going to be a blowout. I mean, if I look at Dallas's games all year long, dude, like when they take care of business, dude, they take care of business. I agree. No, I, I totally agree. On that. And, and it's it's becoming like a trend where they're not just they're not winning games; they're blowing these teams the fuck out. Like they're blowing them out. And, and you know how rare that is. I know they're bad teams. I get it. I get it. But to blow a team out, an NFL team out, is very difficult regardless of the situation. They do that shit with ease, dude. And they be whooping their ass. I know. I know. It, they and they pile a, it on, too. They're a weird team, dude. They are. I, I, I they just, are. They're just a weird team. They're, they can't. But they, that's the team that scares me the most because it's like when they're clicking, we see what the capabilities are. The it's only like, issue whoa. is that they click against bad teams. Wow. You never see them click in those moments, bro. And that's why I have such like a, I keep an arm's length with it. And that's why I don't really give them that respect. But if they, if they could perform in those crucial moments and Dak can have performances like this, they can, they can go all the way, dude. They can play with anybody. I agree. It's just, they haven't shown us that. And on the flip side of that, losing Trayvon Diggs and seeing Deron Bland come in there and do what he's done, well, they gave the big money to Trayvon Diggs. That's what awesome. I'm saying. And then Deron Bain comes in and does that. It's wild, man. It is crazy. Um, well, it helps him out too because Gilmore's yeah. up there, a little age, but he's been playing pretty well too. So yeah. I don't know. They got they, they have a good problem in Dallas in terms of the back end of the defense. But overall, man, that team is the scariest for the Eagles. So we're going on to this game. Who would have thought that this would be an intriguing game? Like a game that people want to watch. The Broncos at the Texans. Texas minus three and a half. I can't believe this is like a big game. This is a big game. This is like a, a must-watch game. I'm going to be looking forward to this game. I mean, it's two teams that we, nobody expected to be here. Uh, C.J. Stroud, his performance, being a rookie. And then you got Russell Wilson coming back from the dead, right? And, um, yeah, it's going to be an electric, you know, football game because this is this is playoff, in the, you know, implications on the line for, for both teams. The Broncos are six and five. The Texans are... Six and five as well, right? Correct. Yeah. So both teams are six and five. I mean, this is a big win. This is this is a big game for them because the winner of this game is going to have a game ahead of them plus the tiebreaker. So when it comes down to seeding in the end for the last seed or the last couple of seeds, that tiebreaker is going to come in handy. So this is a really big game for both for for both teams. Who do you think make? Do you think both of these teams can make the playoffs? I, no, I, I I think one of these teams will. I think the winner of this game makes the playoffs. Wow. Because I think if the Broncos lose this I'm trying game, to I, the Broncos play the Texans, the Chargers, and the Lions. Then they have a layup against the Patriots. Then they play the Chargers again. So four out of their next five games can be tough. They play the Raiders, too, the last game of the season. Yeah, and, those, and that's a division game. Yeah, I shouldn't have left off the Raiders, actually. You're right on that. So I think that the Broncos have a tough a tough they have some tough sledding coming up over the next six weeks but i think the winner of this game makes the playoffs is is in a better position to make the playoffs i'm not there yet because i i just 
Like even if the Broncos win, like I, I don't even believe in that team still. Like I, I know, just, I still don't. I'm just I'm just saying I feel like the way the, it, it, it but how do we how do you how do we sit here and say with a straight face that we don't believe in them when you're seven I'm not and five? Descri- I'm not describing them now. Like I mean they, But if they're seven and five after one and five, bro, that'll be one of the craziest season in season turnarounds of all time. I like, mean, look, they beat the they beat the Browns pretty handily. I think the Browns I think of the world of the Browns. Well, they knocked out was it them that knocked out DTR? DTR. No, he got knocked out the week before. Thompson Robinson. Yeah. No, no. Uh, Walker played this week. Yeah, because he got DTR got yeah. knocked out. Yeah. But um, still, I mean, like even even so, they, you know, I, I just the Broncos are playing well. It just I I don't know if if they just caught lightning in a bottle and then it's just going to fizzle out um, because their their performance wasn't all in that you know impressive. I would say against the you know the Browns and offensively, but uh, yeah, their defense has, has been stepping up though in, in in Denver, that's for sure. That's been I think that has been what's 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 changed life for them, yeah, right? You're not giving up seventy friggin' points. Yeah, I mean, look, you know, the last the last three weeks or five weeks they've given up. You know, no more than 20, 20, 22 points. And I was against the Bills. And they played some really good opponents. They played Green Bay, who Green Bay just beat um, the Lions. They beat the Chiefs. They beat the Bills. I mean, I'm yeah, yeah, they beat the Bills. They beat the Vikings. They beat the Browns. Look, they got some impressive wins on this resume. So who am I to say that they can't make the playoffs? But I just, I, I, I'm just not there yet. I'm not. I'm not on on Russ on Russ's side still. So I will say this. I think that I said I think the winner of of this game can potentially make. Can, I think the winner of this game will make the playoffs. Like 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 that's your stamp right there. That's my stamp. The winner of this game makes the playoffs. All right. I will say this too. The winner of this game, that coach is going to be coach of the year. A lock. Yes. Okay. Because if it's if it's the Texans, what D'Amico Ryan's has done. Is just nothing short of incredible. I think Nick Sirianni should be the coach of the year right now, but yeah, you can make that. Yeah, he just he never gets consideration though. I don't understand. He didn't get it last year either. That's because the Eagles roster is good, so they're never going to yeah. give the, the same the, thing with her full credit. Yeah, it doesn't. I understand make any sense. that. Um, and Sean Payton, if you go from one and five to making the playoffs, bro, I, I don't even know what to say. I just tip my cat to you, even though I think he's a smug asshole. I mean, look, if he goes one and five and. <laughs> And in that season, he gave up his defense, gave up 70 points, and he won coach of the year. I'm not mad about it, but they have to go on a fucking serious run from now until the the year. They're already in it. No, I mean they're they're halfway there. He's halfway from winning that award. I'll tell you that because if they if they win the table, if they they, run the table, they run the table here, he's 100 percent winning that. It will be it will be one of the most it will be one of the most talked about things in sports for years. One in five to run in the table and making the playoffs. That would actually be cool to see. But I'm taking the Texans both ways here. I think the Texans are better. I think they have the better quarterback right now. Um, so I'm taking the Texans. I'm I, with you. I, D'Amico I, Ryans and C.J. Stroud, coach of the year. C.J. Stroud's in the MVP race, in my opinion. He's definitely offensive rookie of the year. And, um, yeah. I'm with you. I'm taking the Texans as well. I like them in this spot. Uh, coming off a loss. Um and I don't know. I just there, there's something about this Texans team that's really exciting, and I think that there's um, no quit in them. Nah, there is no quit in them. I just you know, to me, if, if this game was played in Denver, I'm probably taking the Broncos. 
just because I feel like it's so much harder to play in Denver in this time of the year yep. than 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 you know than majority of the places. But since this game's in a dome and Stroud's, it, it looks like they completely the training wheels are they've been off of him. They they do. They do whatever they want with him. The, the the playbook is completely open. He can throw it downfield. He has all the creative freedom to play. Like they just give him great opportunities to sling the rock. They 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 may make him throw the ball downfield. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's what you want to see in your young in, in your young player, especially you know, the confidence that the coaches have. So I'm 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 taking the Texans here. Uh no doubt about it. I mean, like you said, he's playing. The, the, the Texans offensively has just been a lot better, but I like the Texans. All right, cool. All right, last game before we give our picks for this week. Chargers minus six at the Patriots. The battle of the buttest. What team is more disappointing? Because I, for me... The Chargers. It's the Chargers, but there's a part of me that's like... It's close, bro, because the no Patriots way. are really embarrassing. No, but the Patriots no. have a talent hole. No. The the Chargers are loaded with talent, and they're just emba- like flat out embarrassing. Yeah, no, the they Chargers, are an embarrassment. The Chargers are way more disappointing than the Patriots. I feel like we all expected you the Patriots what? to be a five win. You had the you had the Chargers in the Super Bowl. I had them. I thought they could win the division. And in a year where the Chiefs aren't dominant, you're in last place in your division. I know. I know. Behind the Raiders and the Broncos, and the Raiders have been through hell. So I have the Broncos. Yeah, th- yeah, too. Both yeah. franchises have been through hell, and you're behind both of them. And it's like, yeah, you guys regressed. They they have not gotten better. Do you think that both Bill Belichick and Brandon Staley are coaching for their job? No, I think Bill Belichick is going to be there next year. No, no doubt. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. I I I think the Patriots would be foolish to get him, to get rid of him. I don't think, I don't think the Patriots are going to draft a quarterback though. Ironically, I actually think the Patriots are going to get somebody in free agency like a Kirk Cousins. Ah. Because I don't think like Bill wants to fuck around with this rookie shit anymore. Like he knows the legacy is on the line. He's he's up there in age. He doesn't have the time to develop a, a younger player. Like if Mac Jones panned out, he's on year three. This guy is ascending. Correct. You know what I mean? Yep. Like now we're like, yo, next year two years, three years, I see a future where we can like win this whole fucking thing. Where they're at with Mac Jones, they don't see that. So I think like the window of opportunity here for, this is the window of opportunity for the Patriots to get somebody like a veteran and take that third round pick and trade it to get to, to acquire pieces for the, for the offensive talent hole that they have. Yeah. I think that's what they're going to do. That what's that's what makes sense to me in terms of team building because that's what Bill Belichick does. He's a team builder, and that's what he'll and that's what he'll well, this do. year. I don't know what he was building. Well, He's yeah, Bob the Builder. Yeah, I I get it. I I understand that. I I still believe in him. I, I I don't think he's coaching for his job. I think Brandon Staley. He's not even coaching for his job because he's not going to have a job. Damn, bro! I was going to say that. I swear that was my line. I'm serious. He I wasn't was going to have. I think Bill job. Belichick is he's coaching done. for his job because of how humiliating this season has been for him, especially. Yeah, no. Like the final touches to me was losing to, to Tommy DeVito and but, Brian Dable. But what's saving his ass too, Bill's ass, is the performance of his quarterbacks. I agree. It but is, you could it also is. blame it. it it's a scapegoat, absolutely. Which, which it, it is fair because the Patriots, like I said, the Patriots' defense has been playing pretty well. 
It's their offense. It's fucking garbage that they just can't score. And if you don't score, you can't win. Brandon Staley, however, he's not coaching for his job because he's done. He already lost that job. He's done. He's no done. matter what. No matter what. They can go on, an, on, on a wing streak here, miss the playoffs. It does not matter. He can go on a, on a five-game, six-game winning don't streak. Matter. It does not matter. He is, he's, he's, he's not coming back. I'm taking the Chargers. Um, I'll take the minus six because the Chargers can score. The Patriots can't score. And I know the Chargers' defense is horrible, but – the Patriots, man, they 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 are horrible. I will take the Patriots with the points, though. I thought about it to be honest, because I thought that I was a lot of points for a porous defense. But there's nobody back there that could sling the rock. Nah, I, I'm, I'm so gonna, I can't trust that. I'll take that. I'll take the I'll take the points with the Patriots. You'll here. take the six. Yeah, why not? I'll take the All six. Right. <laughs> and I give the six. No cap. No cap. All right, week twelve slate. Lions minus four at the Saints. Uh, I got the Lions here both ways. I think they bounce back after losing. Uh, iconic, iconic yeah. lock of the week, bro. Lions are going to smoke the Saints. Yeah. They are going to smoke them. Alave might be out because he was concussed. but And he was having a good game. He had like 114 yards great. through three quarters. Great. But the Lions are, the Lions are going to smack the Saints and get back on track. Falcons minus two and a half at the Jets. The. <laughs> I got the Falcons here. Uh, this is a must win for them. Um, they had a great win uh, this past weekend. Yeah, and I think they continue here. The Jets, Jets are ass. I know the Jets are going to play a lot, a lot more desperate because apparently Aaron Rodgers is coming back week sixteen, which I think is a stupid move. But anyway, I just, I just give me the Falcons. I'm taking the Falcons both ways too. The Jets can't score; they stink. Yeah. Period. End of story. They're, they're. You're starting Tim Boyle, bro. Mm-hmm. You're starting Tim Boyle, and the guy that you took second overall two years ago got benched for Tim Boyle. Yep. Doesn't make any sense. Cardinals at Steelers. Steelers minus five and a half. I'm going to take the Steelers here, and I'm going to take the Cardinals with the points. You hate the fucking Steelers. I don't hate the Steelers. I think the Cardinals can score with the Steelers, though. I think that... So, I'll take the five points. Like, give me the five and a half with the Cardinals. I think the Steelers are a better team. They're home. Arizona's going to, you know, uh, travel across the country. But the Steelers, they struggle to put up points on offense. And the Cardinals, like I said, they defensively... They haven't been bad this year. They haven't been as terrible as everybody thought they were going to be. I think they are an annoying team. Yep. I think they can they can hang in there. I'll take the five and a half points. I'm taking the Steelers both ways. I love this play. Um, Mike Tama, man, he should be in the running for coach of the year too. You're seven and four with Kenny Pickett. Yeah, that's crazy. Kenny Pickett's absolutely. I mean, what brutal. are we do- what are we doing here? And they got a pretty easy schedule coming up. Like they could really mess around and be eleven and four. Yeah. Like, that is crazy to me, man. Mike Tomlin deserves more love. I agree with that. 100%. No, for real. Facts. For real. Facts. Colts minus one at the Titans. This is going to be a horrible game. One thing I can guarantee, bet the under. I'll take the Colts here. Give me the Colts. I think the Colts are a better team. So do I. The, so do the, I. The Colts have been sneakily, like, been creeping up in, on teams. I know. I like the Colts, too. Dolphins minus nine and a half at the Commanders. Give me the Dolphins here both ways. Me, too. Commanders are... Yep. Dolphins. Although I do like Sam Howe. I hope, uh, yo, Sam Howe's looked all right this year. He's looked, Let's call looked it what great. it is. He's looked good. Um, I hope Waddle can have a big performance. Fantasy purposes. Yep. Panthers at Buccaneers. Buccaneers minus five and a half. I'm going to take the Bucs here, and I'm going to take them both ways. They're just a better football team, and I think the Bucs need to desperately, you know, they need a win to stay in the race of the of the South. So I'll take the Bucs. I'm taking home. the Buccaneers both ways. Um, it's a Baker Mayfield revenge game. They almost ended his career because they're a trash organization. No, I actually kind of feel like they kind of gave his career life. 
The Panthers? Absolutely. Because if they didn't give him the opportunity, who was? I mean, I guess, but it was with Matt Rule. Sure. Matt Rule was horrible. Sure, but he got an opportunity. I know what you're saying. After. He got an opportunity to play, and he blew it, but either way. It actually kind of propelled his career to go to Carolina because if it, he played so bad, he got benched, right? And then he got traded. Or no, he got cut, right? He got cut. He got released, and then he got picked up and claimed by the Rams, and then they saved him and, re and revived him. Yep. So if he didn't get cut from 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 Carolina and he played pretty decent, he's on he's on a starter this year. Good point. So I actually I actually think that's Brownies at the Rams. Rams minus three and a half. I love the Browns, but this line is is a little too crazy for me. I'll take the Rams here both ways. I'm taking the Rams, but I'm taking the Browns with the points. Ooh. Taking the Browns close game. Points. Yeah, but I am worried about it though because the Rams look. The Rams just hung thirty seven. They're inconsistent. They are. So, but, gonna, but, but when they click, man, they're, they can they're, move. They can move. I know. You're right. I know. So I got the Rams, but I'm taking the Browns with the points. Chiefs minus six at Packers. I got the Chiefs here. Uh, I'll take the Packers with the points. I think the Packers can hang with them in terms of uh, scoring. I think. I think Jordan Love has looked. He's looked pretty well. Um, but the Chiefs are just a better football team. I expect them to win this game. I'm taking the Chiefs here. I'm taking the Packers with the points. Uh, the Chiefs need to be on high, high, high alert because upset I think alert. this has potential upset written all over it. This is I don't have an upset this week. I don't really like the slate, but if there's one game where I think that the, there can be an upset, the Packers are going to be desperate. It's a They need to, they win. Need to win. They need to win to stay in it. Um, and I, the Packers have been playing good. I'll tell you what. If the Packers win this fucking football game, they might actually run the table themselves. They play the Giants. They play the Bucks. They yep. play the Panthers, the Vikings, and the Bears. Like, this is their last hardest game. So, is it a must-win for them? I'm going to say no. But that's me banking on them running the table with these other teams, which yeah. in the NFL, anything can happen. And I'm not betting on the Green the Bay Packers to do that. I thought right. the Lions were going to do it. Right. So, if they can get a win here they're going to be in really good position to to make a playoff push, and they're going to make it if they win. Last one, Bengals at Jags. Jags minus eight and a half. I got the Jags here both ways. I don't think the Bengals can score with the Jags. Um, although the Bengals' defense has been playing pretty well, I just think the Jags needed they needed a, uh, a win here more. This is a blowout. Yeah. Blowout. At least, at least 14 points. Jags are going to smoke them on Monday. They should. They should. Yeah, all day long. All right, guys, that concludes episode 184. Thank you to everybody that watched, commented, and was, you know, talking with us. Uh, we will see you guys next week on Tuesday or Wednesday, probably. Yeah, we probably. Probably Tuesday. Probably, probably. I, yeah, we changed it up a little bit. I actually like going on Tuesday. It's more fresh. It's more you fresh. miss the Tuesdays and Thursdays, I think. I do miss it, man. That's just, I can't do two days. I got two babies. You got shit to do. Got shit to do. Shit. But we'll be back. We'll be back two days a week. Just give me time. Oh. My son, my, my infant, don't let me put him to sleep, bro. I tried. It happens. That's <laughs> Christian. Christian's not about life of a father right there, guys. Anyway, uh, thank you guys for hanging out with us. We appreciate all the love, support, and the comments. If you guys haven't done so already, please don't forget to like, subscribe, and hit the notification bell on YouTube. We are also available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeart, Megaphone, Stitcher, and all that other shit. Also, follow us on all of our social platforms as you do not want to miss our daily content on X, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. And we will see you guys next week. A P and I, baby. Go birds.
I'm caps lock different. It's facts, not fiction. Said I black out for real, then the track gone missing. If it's cap, I'm dipping. We ain't talking about a move, then it's flatline finished. When I spaz, I'm grinning. Cook a peel off in the Sadies, and I pass by spinning. It's perks with the slate, but I don't have my skinnage. Took a quick trip, and now I'm back home winning. And I see they eyes pop like I snack on spinach. Pull up to the spot, she try to grab my digits. I'm already eight shots, a henny past my limit. Here you go. Hazards with a dash full of tickets. I'ma act like I don't see them. I got bad eye vision. Y'all can't pass my scrimmage. Why y'all tripping? It's Aruba. I realized I had to go.